Howdy, howdy, folks, and welcome back to another episode of So Stereotypical. Where us two media creators discuss LGBTQ plus issues, media, politics, and whatever else we feel like. I am one of your hosts, Alexander Prevost. And I am Noah Dayheim. And today we are going to be discussing the newest, latest controversies around the Grammy Award winning duo Kim Petrus and Sam Smith, most most notably just Sam Smith today. Um, and of course, the conservative backlash, uh, the far right backlash um, of their newest music video, uh, I'm Not Here to Make Friends, and the duo's uh, last uh, Grammys performance this past Sunday, uh, performing Unholy, their most recent popular hit, um, at the Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. But first, before we get into that, make sure you follow both Noah and I and the podcast on all social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AlexanderPRVST. That is AlexanderPRVST. And you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at N-O-A-H-D-A-H-E-I-M. That is at Noah Dayheim. And don't forget to also follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at so stereotypical underscore pod. And we are soon working on a TikTok that will be up and running soon. So well, we've stay been tuned saying for this that. for so long. But yes, it is. But we're coming. getting there. We're almost we're <laughs> actually almost there. there. We're actually almost there. We're so close. We just need to get it's this. It's so like, video hard, stuff you know. Down. You have to do the it's, the verification. Yeah. The, the, yeah, no, no, no. But we're just, we're working. We're, on we're it. both we're, we're both we're ADHD almost. and forget to do stuff. So. <laughs> We're um, almost one there. of these We're days. One there. of these days. Uh, one of these days, probably I will do it. <laughs> yes, you will, because I'm out here just trying to. I'm working two jobs and other shits going on, and I'm like, hey, I just need to slow down, and this podcast is already a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's let's start at the beginning. Who is? Sam Smith? Kind of a philosophical Samuel. question. Who Samuel. is? <laughs> who, who is this icon the legend that we all know and a lot of us love all right so for our viewers at home who are playing the long game let's you know do a quick rundown of their career before 2023-22 um sam smith is a uh london-born uk-based Singer, songwriter, musical performer, but uh, in 2012 with their dis- uh, breakout collaboration with Disclosure called Latch. If you've heard it, you probably, even if you don't know the song by name, you've definitely heard it on the radio before. It's uh, it, iconic. It's it's just a great song. It's just a, I don't even know what to say. It's a fantastic song. Um, in 2014, Smith released their debut record In the Lonely Hour, which is a more soul, gospel, neo r&b fusion record along the lines of adele and amy winehouse who smith has gone on record saying are two of their biggest musical influences the breakout hits from this record include i know i'm not the only one and stay with me uh which garnered huge critical and commercial success uh the latter of which also got a Grammy Award for Record of the Year, and Smith walked away with four records at the 20... Uh, four, four Grammys, wow. Uh, four Grammys at the uh, uh, 2015 Grammy Awards, including Best New Artist. They've had a lot of continued success in the music industry, releasing three uh, full-length studio LPs. Some of their biggest hits in recent date have been Dancing with a Stranger, featuring Mono Armani, um... Way too good, uh, too good at goodbyes. Off of their second uh, LP, and most recently, we're seeing them make a shift um, around 2019-ish to a more pop dance music style. Um, lately, their music has been much more disco dance hall oriented, and as of late, their biggest recent hit, as it were, is a collab with the iconic German singer songwriter Kim Petrus, "Unholy." which uh, has divided uh, a lot of people uh, for different yeah, reasons in, in the gay community. In the gay community, the recent the debate about Unholy is simply whether or not it's a good song. And I mean, it's to fine. Each their own, to I, each their own. To, to each their own. I, is, I think it's I'm going to say it. I'm going to say this every episode now. To each their own. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, do you like Unholy, Noah? Do you like Unholy? Not really. <laughs> 
Not not that's necessarily, valid. but you know, I mean, that, that, that's once valid. again, valid. to each their own. It's their own. Yeah. I mean, it's not my, f- I mean, it's been done. Th- that kind of song has been done better. But mm-hmm. listen, I love, I'm a sucker for Kim Petras. Anything she hops on, it sounds good. I think her verse is amazing. I think Sam's verse is amazing. I'm just not a fan of the chorus, but I do have to say I really like the hyper pop production or yeah. I guess post hyper pop because we're kind of in a weird post hyper pop state where the genre itself has shifted quite a bit. But um, yeah, and that that single specifically off of their latest LP released in January, Gloria um, garnered the duo, the Grammy Award for Best Duo and Group Performance. And this is a huge, 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 huge um, win not just for queer people, but for trans people, as Kim Petras, who is a transgender woman, is the first ever trans woman to win that award. And I think any televised Grammy performance award ever, and even uh, Smith let her give the acceptance speech, and she uh, um, gave a very moving dedication to a incredible music mind that we lost back in 2021, Sophie. So let's, uh, let's hit on that right now. Oh my God, thank you so much. Um, Crazy, Sam, I love you so much. And this song has been such an incredible, incredible journey for me. And Sam has been a supporter of mine for so long. Um, Sam graciously wanted me to accept this award because I'm the first uh, transgender woman to win this award. (laughs) And, And I'm so... Thank you. Um, And I just want to thank um, all the incredible transgender legends before me who kicked these doors open for me so I could be here tonight. Um, Sophie, especially um, my friend who passed away two years ago, who told me this would happen and always believed in me. Um, Thank you so much for your inspiration, Sophie. Um, I adore you and uh, your inspiration will forever be in my music. Um, Madonna for fighting for LGBTQ rights. Um, So much, I don't think I could be here without Madonna. Um, My mother, um, I grew up uh, next to a highway in nowhere, Germany, and my mother believed me that I was a girl and um, I wouldn't be here without her um, and her support (laughs) and everyone who believed in me um, to this point um, I love you so much the Recording Academy thank you this is a huge moment for me Sam thank you you're a true angel and hero in my life and I love you and everyone who made the song too I love you guys so much sorry I didn't write down the names I love you okay (laughs) bye bye That was a great acceptance speech, highlighting the amount of work that it takes for queer, specifically trans individuals to get the recognition that they deserve in the industry. That right there is a huge moment. Huge moment. Huge step forward. What a win. What a fucking win. And I mean, there are a lot of, you know, you can be a fan of someone without loving all their music. And I know a lot of queer people aren't the biggest fan of Kim Petras's music by any means. It's a very, you know, it can sometimes be very much like, you know, it's very bubblegum pop, but it's good bubblegum pop in my opinion. And I mean, as someone who's been a fan of her since, you know, her first, you know, independent, you know, release way back in 20, you know, 2017, I've been with her through the whole journey and to see her finally make this moment was so emotional for me because like queer people right now and trans people right now are in a very precarious state in our politics. So to see someone have such a visible win like that is huge. And also, I mean, the the shout out to Sophie was beautiful and touching. I mean, I've been a fan of Sophie's music for many years. Um, Her, only record that she released um the uh oil of every pearls on insides back in 2019 was a very formative record it's one of my favorite records of all time and it's this beautiful moving artistic piece um and she was taken from us so tragically back in 2021 
um, too soon. She was a brilliant mind. She was an incredible person. Everyone that I know that has met her, and I know people that have met her, have said nothing but incredible things about Sophie. And you can feel her influence in the music around us these days because, I mean, she literally would invent sounds on her own. And it shows not only just in Kim's music, but in everyone's music. So... Um, that speech in particular hits home in a lot of regards. So it was really cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. What a win. So let's get into the controversy here. Oh, God. It all surrounds Sam's new music video of their song, I'm Not Here to Make Friends. Great song. Love it. Great song. It has Agreed. so many layers to it, and it can be taken in many, many different ways how I took it, accepting self-love and expressing self-love. Very that. So it starts off with uh, a quote from RuPaul saying, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone else? Just with it starting off that way and having uh, Sam Smith exit a helicopter in this very flamboyant outfit that's very... it's very, Ugh. it's meant to stand out. And that is what it does because it's showing that self-love, the, hey, I'm here. I don't care about you. I don't care about you. I, I'm caring about myself now. Period. It was and that a, is and really what they're say, showing. Can I just say that jacket was like, when I saw it, I'm like, I was like breathtaking. Like it is a beautiful, like, what a beautiful color of like bright, rich pink the frills the detailing the way their waist was cinched under that oh god it was magnificent yes so good oh god i'm a sucker for good fashion you know me so (laughs) oh and there's oh and the fashion choices in that music video were so good too but i'll let you i'll let you keep going i'll let you keep going on your spiel it goes into struggling with self-identity not caring about society social norms gender norms all of the quote-unquote masculinity in the world. But it also does get into more sexual things, part of the queer community. And I think, I don't know where where exactly the far right is getting the issue. Is it that they are queer? Is it that they are highlighting sexual experiences? What is it? What, what are your thoughts on that and of the music video? I think one of the, uh, I mean, it's like you said, this, a lot of the music video is styling around themes of self-love and acceptance and liberation. I mean, like the first verse says, everybody's looking for somebody to take home. I'm not the exception. I'm a blessing of a body to love on, which is like, damn, that is a good, that, that's first of all, that's a great lyric. That's a very well-written verse. Second of all, like, it just speaks to the power and the state of which Sam Smith is in, which you can see in the way that they carry themselves at red carpet shows and live performances in their Instagram. They are very much not afraid to show, not just like conveyed in the outfits they wear, you know, revealing a lot of skin that are very sexual and revealing, but also in the way that they carry themselves. Like they love their body. They love who they are. And that's such a great, powerful thing, especially because it's a non-binary body. And Mm -hmm. typically trans and non-binary bodies are not valued in our society. They're seen as demonic, disgusting, mutilated, twisted, not valuable, not wanted. And Sam saying that their body is something worth being loved, being desired sexually is a huge, massive, like, middle finger to normative beauty standards. I think this, I think the, um... Music video also does a lot in the ways of just talking about, like, sexual liberation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like think about it. Like, a lot of the dancers are wearing, like, leather, revealing outfits. There's kink in it. And sexual liberation. And that's seen as not something to be shamed of or, like, has to be traditional in the bedroom. But it's, like, it's seen as beautiful and liberating and empowering. And that's iconic. And we love that. Also, can I just say, like... The the moment there was a scene in the music video where Smith was like swinging on a chandelier and like this like gold sequin blazer with a massive. It was giving cape. wrecking ball vibes. Not gonna lie. But, okay, but like in a, in a but like in a, in a sexy fun way. And wrecking ball is yeah. iconic. We love wreck. We love wrecking ball here. But like, uh 
I'm sorry. When I saw that, I just gasped. I was like, <gasps> like everyone's hate, like everyone on gay Twitter is like that corset's so ugly. They look like trash. God damn it. What an ugly, ugly asshole. But I'm like, y'all are painting on one outfit when you literally, the rest of them in the music video are so tasteful and mm-hmm. beautiful and flattering. And even the corset look is, and and you, and we, and you know what I'm talking about. Y'all have seen the corset look. It's been floating around on the internet, like going viral for weeks now. Y'all are focusing on that when the rest of the outfits in that music video are just stunning. And even then, the corset isn't that bad. I've seen way worse outfits. I mean, (laughs) if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race and you've seen a a queen who cannot sew or design on design challenges, you've seen worse. Well, I don't think a lot of the people that are complaining uh, about the music video have even looked at a drag queen before. <laughs> oh, God, no. Or at least not wanting I mean, to I, engage I, in the art of drag. Yes, I think they would, uh, they would want, they would rather burn in hell than that. Speaking of burning in hell, Matt Walsh. <laughs> oh, fuck me. We're bringing him okay, back again. Okay, we are going God back damn it. to episode <laughs> one. So in episode one, we discussed the... I, I don't like calling it a documentary. We discussed the film that the, he the made, project. which is What is a the Woman? Project. The Project, thank you. Um, anyways, Matt Walsh, Candace Owens, they're both on The Daily Wire. They both uh, had quite a bit to say about Sam Smith and their decision to make this music video and their decision to be who they want to be. And uh, Matt Walsh had quite a bit of uh, issues with that, specifically calling out, I'm specifically calling out Matt Walsh's uh, homophobia and his idea that Sam Smith only came out as gay and then came out as genderqueer for the sole purpose of getting more publicity in Hollywood. Also, uh, Matt Walsh seems to be very confused about the difference between genderqueer and non-binary. Let's go ahead and get into that. Um, And it was around this same time that Smith came out of his first closet announcing to the world that he was gay. And that revelation didn't do much to generate any extra interest or fame for Sam Smith, as we all kind of assume at this point that every pop star is gay. So he said, hey, I'm gay. And we all said, "Uh, yeah, okay. We figured. Perhaps disappointed that he didn't get more publicity mileage out of his sexual preferences, Smith began revealing deeper and deeper levels to his gayness, like the gay equivalent of a Russian doll. And just like an actual Russian doll, the smaller thing disguised inside the larger thing is just a smaller version of the larger thing. So it just kind of repeats itself in this infinite regress. A few years later, Smith came out as genderqueer, explaining that he, quote, feels as much like a woman as a man. He was, of course, never asked to explain what the hell that's supposed to mean or how he knows what a woman feels like or how he delineates between man feelings and woman feelings. It's good for his sake that he wasn't asked these questions because he wouldn't have been able to answer them because the term genderqueer is completely meaningless. But genderqueer Sam Smith was about as interesting to the public as gay Sam Smith, so he went back to the drawing board, and two years after that, he came out of his third closet. He announced that he's actually not just gay, not just genderqueer, but in fact, non-binary, and will now use they, them pronouns. How does being non-binary differ in any meaningful sense from being genderqueer? And what does any, what do any of these terms mean? And in what way is he not simply just a gay guy with feminine mannerisms like a million other gay guys? Well, again, he was never asked those questions and couldn't have answered them if he had been. Okay, a lot to unpack there. Um, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what so that's not the, the first fuck? and only clip that you will hear from Matt Walsh today. It gets progressively uh, worse. So, Alexander, <laughs> please inform our audience, what is the difference between gender queer and non-binary? As a non-binary person, I'm going to do my best not to speak for the rest of the non-binary community. I'm going to speak from my own personal understanding of being non-binary, my conversations with other non-binary and genderqueer identifying individuals. So take this all with a grain of salt. My understanding and my perspective, while more informed and grounded in personal experience, is not the same as everyone else's. 
that disclaimer aside, there isn't really gender queer is a term used to identify one's own identity. And that can mean identifying as both masculine and feminine. That can mean not identifying as anything at all. Like non-binary, it's kind of an umbrella term. In fact, non-binary is more or less the newly adopted term in the last five uh, or so years that kind of encompasses anyone that experiences gender in a way that fits outside of the norm, being cisgender or, you know transgender, you know, being in the binary gender spectrum. Non-binary, it means that you just simply experience gender outside of those binaries. So for me personally, I am non-binary. I experience gender and my gender identity sits very neatly outside of the gender binary, though I do present as masculine. And that that doesn't invalidate my gender. That doesn't invalidate who I am as a person. It just means that's just where I am in life. And that can be for anyone. You know, you can be You can be someone that, you know, presents as, you know, cis and, you know, identify and be non-binary. You can be androgynous and be non-binary. You could also be someone that has, you know, undergone a medical transition and still identifies non-binary. There are so many different facets and complexities to the non-binary identity that it really doesn't matter what your label is because Mm -hmm. you're valid. Like, that's the most important thing is the fact that Matt Walsh, oh my god, is trying to say Sam Smith is coming out for attention mm-hmm. is so ridiculously stupid. Like, it's just yeah. dumb. Like, it doesn't matter how many times they come out because they're not doing it for anyone else but themselves. Well, it's the cool That's new thing it. that the that the liberals are doing. It's the cool new thing. All the liberals are gay. Didn't you know that? And then all of the public figures have to be gay as well in order to indoctrinate the children to make them gay too. It's a Shut whole the cycle. Fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. No one cares. Exactly. It's- like Nobody you're a hack. Cares. Nobody cares. It's not that deep, bro. Like yes, yeah. like it, it's it's deep in the sense that like it gives someone like personal liberation. But like mm-hmm. it's not this big agenda to like turn the kids gay and get attention for their music. It's just about being authentic and being yourself. And if you have a yeah. problem with that, go stick your foot in a trash can and hope and I hope to God it gets bitten by a I don't know, a flea. We well. I don't want to wish side, physical harm on quick, someone. Quick side so. note. Quick side note. Um, this I just learned this week. Um, Ron DeSantis. You know how Ron DeSantis keeps saying that um, t- all teachers are indoctrinating our children. Yeah, he keeps saying that. You That's know, he used is. to be a teacher himself. Of course, that makes yeah. perfect sense. Okay. Um. Now back to more Matt Walsh. Uh, there's many layers to this podcast episode of Matt Walsh, uh, with Matt Walsh. The next thing that we're going to discuss is fat phobia. Um, oh no. Yeah. Matt Walsh believes that Sam Smith gained weight to become the supposedly white male version of Lizzo to gain cultural relevance. Um, what? Even though... Sam Smith is not male. No. I'm very confused by this. So let's uh, let's listen to what Matt Walsh had to say. Then another several years passed, and Sam Smith put out more music that nobody cared about, and he realized that simply being a gay, genderqueer, non-binary, they-them wasn't going to cut it. And that's when he decided that his only path back to something approaching cultural relevance was to become basically the white male Lizzo. So Smith packed on 150 pounds, dressed up in an outfit that reveals far more of his body than any human on earth ever wanted to see. And he put out a new X-rated album and music video. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wish all of you could see Alexander's face. This is the first time Alexander is hearing any of this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, So what, where do we start with this? So what the fuck? What the hell? Somebody's 
own body is not yours to one gaze upon two judge and three uh make outrageous comments about uh you're you're not just dragging in sam smith now you're also making side comments about lizzo who icon queen and love her mother Um, oh my god she's amazing so this hate goes deeper because matt walsh is saying oh look this is a trend this is the trend and now everybody's going to go this way everything's going to happen this way it's going to brainwash the children it's going to brainwash the children i would just like to say first of all that that is what he, what matt walsh said first of all let's let normalize not misgendering people let's just and second of all... Oh my god, yes. The amount of misgendering that goes on in that podcast episode... Is insane. Fuck that. Like, fuck that. Like, dude, just... just It's it's not that hard to... Like, let's let's just take a step back Every here. time let's Matt just, Walsh says he, he says it with like a hard E. He like... With, and I, cr- I cringe. I visibly cringe. Like, I'm like, I can't... It's, it's hard to listen to. It's really hard mm-hmm. because that's not who Sam is. Exactly. Okay. Let's just take a step back here. Let's just all take a step back and ask ourselves this question. If you value yourself and consider yourself to be a kind, decent, good human being, would you talk about this? Would you talk about someone like this in this manner if you knew them? Or even didn't know them. Mm -hmm. Would you talk about someone like this that you did not know? Would you talk about someone like this if you knew them? And if you knew Sam Smith personally, would you still talk about them like this? Well, how I I like to put it is, would you talk this way to your mom? (laughs) Yes. Would you talk about your mom like this? Would you talk about your sister or your parents or your best friend like this? And if you do, I'm sorry to break it to you, but go to therapy. Get some yeah. people training skills. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I guarantee Christ. that Matt Walsh does not believe in therapy. It's probably some oh, liberal brainwashing not. thing. He, pro- right, he probably has something on it that I haven't come across yet. Um, God forbid that people need to be emotionally adjusted and work through their trauma so they don't inflict it on other people, you asshat. And I would just like to say, just a fact-checked Mr. Matt Walsh since, you know... He has gone on record saying that nobody cares about their music. I'd like to point out that Sam has had 21 songs chart the Billboard Hot 100, seven of which have reached the top 10. Mm-hmm. And most and many of them have been Grammy nominated or industry nominated, including several off their first, second, and fourth LPs. I yeah. just like to put it out there. like People do care about well, Sam Smith as an artist it's, and their it's music. It's not... When... Like, when Matt Walsh and Candace Owens or Fox News anchors, when all of them say, oh, nobody cares about so-and-so, nobody cares about Sam Smith, what they're saying is their base does not care about Sam Smith. But that's also right. a lie because I know a lot of Republicans that love Sam Smith as well. Yeah. So my dad likes it, Sam what, Smith and what, my dad what is more right-leaning. Is their viewership, which tends to be older, white, cis republicans they're trying to tell them oh nobody cares about this person so this person's a nobody if this person if sam smith was a nobody then how come you dedicated at least two episodes on the matt walsh show and the candace owens show that's that that's four segments on the daily wire dedicated you clearly care about this person at least you care about their well you care about the fact that they're financially profiting and doing well and that's pissing you off so you do care in some way and guess what this is all free publicity because whether or not you scream your opinion sam smith is laughing their way to the bank making big money and you're still sitting there in your little crusty Daily Wire studio with that outdated beard and plaid shirt that looks like it got stolen off the H&M discount rack, living your sad, <laughs> miserable life because no, you were bullied in high school and no one told you they loved you enough. 
Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So as okay, a little... And also, I, I would just also it, like to say... Yes. Can I, also, can I say one more thing? Neither Noah and I are black. We are not black women. I don't want to speak for these communities. But I would like to just quickly point out the misogyny and the fat phobia and the racism in the comment trying to say that Sam Smith is the new quote unquote white male Lizzo. I think yeah. there I think more qualified people can do better unpacking of that. But I'd like to address that that is very present in that loaded statement should not be ignored. And for the record, like the idea that someone is gaining weight to gain cultural relevance is very fucked up. That is a yeah. very hurtful, mean thing to say to someone and to yeah. say about someone. I would just like to put that out there. Yeah. Um, okay. There's a little, I, I don't want to say comedic relief because it's still annoying too, but do you want to hear Matt Walsh? explain the music video or describe you know, I, it to his viewers you know what i i really wish i had some weed on me right now that I could just take a hit before i listen to it but sure come on i thought you were me. about to say i, I thought you were about to say I, I i wish i had a say in this because you don't have a say we're listening <laughs> i don't to have a say in this. i don't this is part, this is content let's just bring it on bring it on come on I okay can take here it. we go i can take it come on smith's new music video for his song which is called i'm not here to make friends shows the morbidly obese singer in women's underwear dancing awkwardly with both men and women wearing something similar to assless chaps, who then start humping the floor with their bare butts sticking up, at which point streams of pee start spraying all over them, and uh, it gets worse from there. But I'm realizing that describing it may even be more objectionable than just watching it, so you get the gist anyway. <laughs> morbidly obese? Yeah, yeah. Morbidly so that obese? is... Um, that what is... is- Good old. What is your perception of what a healthy body looks like? A six pack you and know, Sam big Smith is not that. Sam Smith is not much different than Matt Walsh. No, like they, they're almost the same build. <laughs> who cares? And exactly. Who cares what Sam Smith's body looks like? It's not that deep, bro. Exactly. It's not that deep. Who cares? Who cares? So, what? so you know, if you I haven't actually, seen the music video, you should go see it now because it's that's very good. Not an accurate description. No, no, no. All. He, he did get one thing right. There is an allusion to piss kink, and I he did get that right. The funny thing is, he said it was a piss kink, and others said it was champagne. It was, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, I hate it. I hate it here. I'm sorry. I want to cry. This is awful. This, 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 this is awful. awful. But that was this not the awful. last. That was not the last clip we're listening to today from Matt uh, Walsh. We still have one more Matt Walsh. But then we we get into a little bit Candace Owens territory. Okay, I could I could stomach that. I could okay. stomach that. So, so as Matt Walsh has described before, and so have uh, many other. Uh, media pundits um, have said is that all the gays are pedophiles and perverts. Really, really. I don't know so what you're, else you're to bo- tell you. You're boiling. You're boiling all of all of us into a perverted category. Anyways, I just don't. this is what Matt Walsh said um, about Sam Smith in in the closing of. Uh, his episode. It is true that Sam Smith is a filthy, hideous pervert. It's also true that he wants us to say that about him. After all, as we've learned from all of the Sam Smiths that came before this Sam Smith, part of being a pervert is getting off on other people noticing that you're a pervert. Like the thrill he gets from hearing people describe him that way is part of why he's a pervert and what makes him a pervert to begin with. Okay. Do do you ever wonder... (laughs) <laughs> if Matt Walsh just touches grass. Do you wonder if Matt Walsh has been outside recently? So the background, the fake background in Matt Walsh's uh um podcast studio is a beautiful forest. I don't think I don't think Matt has ever been out there. And if he has Matt, Matt sure- ha- no no no, Matt ha- hasn't touched a lot of bush in his time. 
I think he I think it would benefit him if he touched a bush, you know, and it got his hands around the nice meaty wood around the yeah. bush, you know. Yeah. I think it would, it would benefit it would, him if he it just would, it, would, it would benefit him a little bit. Yeah, right? I think I think um, I think you know having a little bit of action with the bush and some wood, you know, getting his hands being a man of the woods as it were, you know, wrapping his hands around the stump would uh yeah. I think it would benefit him a little bit, you know. I mean, you know, exactly. learning, getting him explore, learn to be outside, explore the explore nature, get freaky, have some fun so, with it, Matt. Don't be so uptight. <laughs> Let loose. So, what 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 do, what do we even go from there? It, you're really saying that. It, so it's not just Sam Smith. It's not just Sam Smith. This isn't just about Sam Smith. Matt Walsh is discussing a broader category of the new age stars in music, in fashion, and in all of that. So are you really saying, is Matt Walsh really going out and saying pervert? Saying that all of them are perverts? Once again, I feel so horribly bad for Matt Walsh's children because of the environment that they are growing up in it is just so toxic and bigoted that those kids are going to need some serious help when they grow up because of the harm and the hate that their father is causing and yeah this has lasting impacts on the community this podcast that Matt Walsh posted has right. over 590,000 views. 590,000. And that's just on YouTube. And that that's how many people are going and listening to this. So what say say 10% of them take it from heart. Hell, say 1% of them take it to heart. That's a lot of people that are then going to go out and do something about it. That's a lot of people that are going out there and fighting queer liberation. So that's that was just a hard thing to talk about in general was just the hate alone coming from Matt Walsh. The hate alone coming. Like, I do not have a problem with... Uh, with with people having their talk shows where they get to discuss their own points of view. Hell, that is what So Stereotypical is about. That is what we are doing here on this show. And, but we specifically are not going out and causing hate and causing damage. What we are doing is pointing out hate, pointing out the damage that is being caused to many different communities out there. Right. And I, I I can't help but keep thinking and coming back to this point, which is if Matt Walsh knew Sam personally, would he still be saying this? If they yeah. sat down, had coffee, and, you know, shot the shit for a little while, you know, you know, Matt, I, I don't know Wal- if Matt be... Walsh would still well, say this because this is who Matt Walsh is. We it saw is, this in What is a Woman? Yeah. It, it, but part of me does wonder. I, I do have to ask. And maybe this is just me being, trying to. my This is my, my Pisces nature of trying to look for the better in people. But part of me hopes that this is just like an act. And that they're just a hack. And that mm-hmm. this is not a character that they put on for the screen. And that they don't actually buy all of these beliefs. Oh, I and hope. That it's just, I hope. And I yeah. hope that it's just a product that they're selling to their customers. But even mm-hmm. then, that still makes them a shitty person, right? Because even if you don't believe the lies that you are telling people, the, the people that are listening to you believe it, and that informs their vote, that informs yeah. their policies, that informs the bigotry that goes on, both institutionally and socially, the marginalization of queer, trans, and non-binary people. So you know what? You know, I've just answered my own question. Yeah, Matt Walsh is a shitty person. Soul to yeah. soul. Sorry. Yeah, I just, I just, God, this walking away from these clips from this discussion that they had on Sam Smith was very revealing about the conservative mentality going on. Because let's be honest, this is very much a conservative, alt right, right wing 
discussion being mainstreamed into our politics right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like this anti-queer, queerphobic, transphobic, enemyphobic argument that like we're all perverts. Like, yes, that's correct because you said we are. So we must be, right? Because you, the white man who's trying to crusade to save America, you are the arbiter of truth. Good job. Your father must be very proud of you. So proud. So proud. So proud that you're talking shit and calling someone ugly and rude and disgusting. That must be, that must make your parents feel very proud that you talk shit about people like that. (laughs) So now let's get into another correspondent for the Daily Wire, Candace Owens. And and this one's a lot, this one's a lot, this one's a lot briefer. Her main point is looking at the religious aspect of it. And she is saying that Sam Smith is diabolical, that there's a demon inside of them, and that other artists like this are also satanic. So let's real quick listen to Candace's thoughts on Sam Smith. But I just cannot support what could only be described as a demon that he has been possessed by. Brief. Like I said, very brief. There's a demon inside of Sam Smith. A demon that is holding Sam Smith. Listen, babe. It doesn't doesn't make sense. They don't exist. Demons just don't exist. It's not true. Like, it's not a... uh, It's just not... She even... I know that Candace has gone on record stating, and even in the podcast episode that we were discussing about, she's gone on record saying that like she's openly against the queer community. Oh, that she well, thinks, if you want to pause right there. Oh. Do we want to hear it in her own words? Let's hear it in her own words then. Okay, here we go. If you have a comment about it, it's because you are anti-LGBTQ RS. And by the way, I am. I hope that shouldn't be a secret that I'm against this agenda on our children. Hear what she says right there. She says, I'm against this agenda on our children. She doesn't say, I'm against, you know, gay people. I hate the gays. I'm against, you know. No, she does. That progress. is her she saying says, that she's against she the She says the children. Yes, but she specifically said that she's against the agenda on our children. Mm-hmm. This is a very, very effective, very powerful dog whistle that politicians, specifically bigoted politicians, use, and that has been used since the dawn of time, the satanic panic argument. Yep. It is very effective, and it's very very sinister. And if you don't know how to point out what that looks like and how to differentiate like fact from the argument, you could fall for it very easily. And a lot mm-hmm. of people do, which is why, you know, these hacks like Matt Walsh, like Jordan Peterson, like Candace Owens are getting away and profiting so much off of, you know, the marginalization of queer people because yeah. they're using this thing for the children defense, which I mean, at the end of the day, this is nothing new that Candace Owens has done. I mean, back in 2021, when Lil Nas X dropped Montero, Call Me By Your Name, what was she saying? Oh, it's a satanic video promoting Satan that the children are going to watch and parents are control what their children are watching and they're trying to corrupt our youth and oh, 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 I go home and suck my thumb at night because nobody likes me. Oh, you know, like it's just, it's just like, girl, calm down. It's not, it's, it's just a music video. It's just... It's just a music video. It's just an artist expressing their art. And if you don't like it, don't watch it. There's no agenda uh, outside of just being yourself. So Candace said um, in her second episode about Sam Smith, this was, these were two days in a row. She did, an episode one day and then literally the next day next episode um she said quote so diabolical i had to talk about it two days in a row no it's because you are going to get viewership from it that's why because you're wanting to stay relevant you're wanting to stay on relevant topics no it's not because it's so quote diabolical 
diabolical. In her podcast, she actually played a pretty long segment from a very old, old, old priest who's probably long dead now, um, talking about what is diabolical. Well, to be diabolical, it's meaning a demon is inside. A demon is controlling you. And that is really what she believes. She fully believes that there is a demon controlling Sam Smith and other people in the media. So let's real quick listen to what she had to say about artists in general that are kind of in the same category that she is boxing all of them in. At. Uh, people comment and say when Cardi B makes WAP and I make commentary, oh, it's because she's black. Now I'm commenting and it's Sam and he's white. But, oh, it's because he's queer, gender bending. No, it's because both of them are disgusting. That's the reason. Both of these individuals, when they make this kind of trash and try to claim that it's art, they're all dimwits. They're all you know, dimwits. You know, I think Candace Owens is the kind of person, based on the taste of music that she has espoused, let's like the music that she says that she doesn't like, I bet she's the kind of person who thinks... You know, boxed attitude number two was the height of music and that nothing has been able to reach any kind of musical peak since Voltaire died and that music died with the classical artists. God damn it. The thing is, she says she loves Sam Smith. She loves their music. But now that they are queer and openly queer and coming out with music such as Unholy or such as I'm Not Here to Make Friends, they had to delete all of Sam's music off of her phone. Dude, I don't know what else to tell what? you. Artists what? artists are not entitled to please you. Artists are not entitled. Oh no, I lost one listener. Aw, shucks. Uh, it's like, and I'm sure Sam isn't missing your money. Like, they've got plenty of other avenues to profit mm-hmm. off of. Artists are not entitled to make music to please you. They are entitled to create music and art and media that is indicative of their own experiences, their lived reality, and what they like and Mm -hmm. who they are. If you have a problem with that, don't listen. It's It's like if you didn't like everything everywhere all at once, don't watch it again. If you don't like Sam Smith's music, don't listen to it. If you don't like, I don't know, fucking you know, Andy Weir's Project Hail Mary or some shit like that, you know? <laughs> it's the first example on my bookshelf that I looked at. Like, listen, but the point point being is, if you don't, like, artists are entitled, are, the whole point of creating art, in my eyes, as someone that, you know, writes for a living, that enjoys, you know, the art of poetry and journalism and creative writing and reading, but also someone that enjoys video games and, which is an art form, and, you know, the art of, yes, video games are a form of art and I will not die. And that if you don't think they are, that's because you haven't played video games like The Last of Us. But, you know, if video games or drag, drag is a form of art. Drag is the art of high gender expression and fashion and whatnot. Artists are entitled to create things that they love, that emulate their experiences, their emotions, their feelings, their who they are that's the whole Mm -hmm. point right is to channel your feelings into something and that's where i think the fundamental misunderstanding of these hacks is coming from is they're not artists and they don't understand art they don't get it i'm not trying to sound like some pretentious you know wine drink sipping critic from ratatouille you know you know, being like, Ugh, I know what art is. The Mona Lisa is very good. Hon, hon, hon. Smoke my cigarette under the Eiffel Tower. No, I'm not trying to sound like some pretentious artist. But but that's what art is, right? The yeah. fundamental purpose is expression and channeling your emotions for survival. And these people aren't artists. They don't get it. And they so never will. So we, we barely touched the surface of the controversy that is here there's even more uh, such as at the grammys uh this past weekend it's by the time this episode goes out it's going to be a couple weekends ago um the sam smith performed unholy of course 
a lot of people did not enjoy that uh, being live <laughs> on television. So that that's a whole nother bucket of worms for us to get into. Um, but it's just, let's go into the takeaways. The takeaway is art is art. Not everyone is going to like it. And that is okay. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, you should critique the art and not the gender or sexuality of the individual artist. At that point, you are just showing your bigotry, your homophobia, more than anything else. You aren't a critic. You're just a dick. Period. I I think you summed it up pretty well. I think... There is a lot more to this conversation to be had. I think part of me was like, oh, maybe we could do a part two on this because there's a lot to be said about the way the own our own community has reacted to Sam Smith. Um, we didn't touch on this in this episode because, you know, we wanted to focus more on the, you know, uh, reacting to uh, bigoted anti-queer content creators and understanding their arguments and trying to deconstruct those. But I think there's something sinister about the way that a lot of gay men in particular have reacted to Sam Smith, the queering of Sam Smith, as it were, the way they show off their body and the way that our own community is really showing their ass and tearing them down. But that's a conversation for another time because I think that's more indicative of our community's inability to let go of homophobic standards and try to conform into assimilation politics. Yeah. But that's a conversation for another day because that's a much bigger issue that we're not going to be able to touch on in this. So I'll just say this as my big takeaway. Art is subjective. Don't be a dick. Sam Smith's body is not yours to comment on. And if you have a problem with their music... Don't listen to it. It's not Mm -hmm. that hard. And you know what else? Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Please take care of yourself. Drink more water. Work on your skincare. (laughs) Hang out with your family. Quit your job. Do something more meaningful with your life than tearing down the uh, artistry and innocence of queer people. Because if Sam Smith does happen to be a bad person, for all we know, we'll find out at some point. But right now... That's not that time. And you need to get a life. Period. So make sure to follow us. All of the links are in the description down below. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We will catch you all next week. Love you, Alexander. I love you too, Noah.